As always, good day and welcome to the special UEFA Champions League podcast for today, Monday, the 30th of May, 2022. Wherever you are listening to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative and educative sports show on the calling platform, post-recording on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. With yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports and undoubtedly the greatest club competition on earth, the UEFA Champions League. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the journey of one illustrious man in the game. Following Real Madrid's triumph in this season's UEFA Champions League final, we'll be looking at Carlo Ancelotti's journey to becoming the first manager to win the league title in Spain, England, Italy, Germany, France, and four UEFA Champions League titles. An incredible achievement by one of the all-time greats. Wherever you are, don't just do the listening, but share the link with your friends, family, and network to download the calling app and subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast. Wherever you are, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Carlo Ancelotti is an Italian professional football manager born on the 10th of June 1959 and a former player who is the manager of La Liga club Real Madrid. He is regarded as one of the greatest and most successful managers of all time. Carlo Ancelotti is the most decorated manager in UEFA Champions League history, having won the trophy a record four times as a coach, twice with AC Milan and twice with Real Madrid. He is also the first and only one to have managed five teams in the finals of the Champions League. I will take that again. He is also the first and only one to have managed teams in five UEFA Champions League finals. Carlo Ancelotti is also one of seven people to have won the European Cup or UEFA Champions League as both a player and a manager. He has also won the FIFA Club World Cup twice and the FIFA Super Cup three times, managing AC Milan and Real Madrid. Ancelotti is also the only manager to have won league titles in all of Europe's top five leagues. He's won the Italian Scudetto with AC Milan, the English Premier League with Chelsea, the French League One with Paris Saint-Germain, the Bundesliga with Bayern Munich, and the Spanish La Liga with Real Madrid. Nicknamed Calotti, Ancelotti played as a midfielder and began his career with Italian club Parma, helping the club 
to Syria B promotion in 1979. He moved to Roma the following season, where he won the Scudetto and four Coppa Italia titles, and also played for the late 1980s AC Milan team, with which he won two league titles and two European Cup, among other titles. At international level, he played for the Italian national team on 26 occasions, scoring once and appeared in two FIFA World Cups, finishing in third place in the 1990 edition of the World Cup, as well as the 1988 UEFA Euro Championship, where he helped Italy to reach the semi-finals. As a manager, Ancelotti worked for Regina, Parma, Juventus between 1995 to 2001, before rising to prominence with AC Milan. Appointed as manager in 2001, he went on to win both the 2002-2003 Champions League and the 2003 Coppa Italia. The following season, he won the Scudetto with an Italian record of 82 points from 34 games. And three years later, he won his second UEFA Champions League with AC Milan. During his tenure with AC Milan, Ancelotti was awarded the Coach of the Year twice in the Italian League. Ancelotti announced his resignation from AC Milan following the 2008-2009 season leaving as AC Milan's longest serving manager in a single spell. In 2009, he was appointed manager of Chelsea, winning the domestic double of the Premier League and FA Cup in his first season. In 2011, he became the manager of French club and French side Paris Saint-Germain, PSG. The following season, he won them their first French league oh, title in 19 years and was awarded the joint French League One Manager of the Year. Following his success in France, Ancelotti was appointed manager of Real Madrid. In his first season, he led Real Madrid to their long-sought 10th UEFA Champions League title dubbed the La Decima and also won the Copa del Rey. Despite collecting further honors with the club and being awarded the Miguel Munoz Trophy in the 2014-2015 season for the best performing manager in La Liga, Ancelotti was dismissed from Real Madrid in May 2015. He became the manager of Bayern Munich in 2016 where he won the Bundesliga title in his first season. And following unsuccessful stints at Napoli and Everton between 2018 and 2021, he returned to Real Madrid in the summer of 2021. And he's gone on to win the Spanish league title and the UEFA Champions League a year later with Real Madrid. And on today's episode, Carlo Ancelotti is the man we are celebrating on the show. He describes himself as the record man. Carlo, that 
that was a, a sensational performance. And you can see the joy behind you there. I cannot believe. I cannot believe. But yeah, I think that uh, we had a fantastic season. Uh, we did really well. It was a difficult game. Suffered a lot more first half, better second half. I think at the end, with uh, all the games that we played, uh, I think we deserved to win this competition. We are uh, really happy. Uh, that's it. What can I say? I, can, I cannot say more. We know Real Madrid's history in this competition, such a famous run. But now you are you're a record holder. This is your fifth. Fantastic. I am a record man. Champions League. I had the luck uh, to come here last year and uh, and uh, to have a fantastic season. I found, uh, as usual, a fantastic club and a really good squad. Uh, with a lot of quality, with a lot of uh, uh, mental character, with strong mental character, and uh, I think uh, the season was top. Did you feel their name was on the trophy in the way you were the comeback kings all through the competition? Sorry? Did you, <laughs> did you think you were, the, you were just destined to win this trophy in the way that you kept coming back? Yeah, I think that... Uh, we passed through a really difficult game, really difficult every day. The supporters helped us a lot in the last game. They helped us tonight. Uh, tonight uh, really happy that uh, they are happy. Thibaut Courtois, what a performance by him. Wow, unbelievable. I, I tell you, I cannot believe. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> that is Carlo Ancelotti speaking a few minutes after guiding Real Madrid to beat Liverpool by a lone goal in Paris to see him become the first manager to win the Champions League title four times. A competition record in the history of the Champions League and Carlo Ancelotti describes himself as the record man. Indeed, he is the record man and I hope wherever you find yourself across the multiple cities of the world listening to this special podcast you are also making strides and making good records in your field of endeavor we'll continue with Carlo Ancelotti's story and journey to becoming the first manager to win league titles across the top five leagues in Europe and the Champions League four times so Carlo Ancelotti's club career as a player. Ancelotti began his career in 1974 with Parma. He made his first professional debut in the Italian League C, which is the Serie C, during the 1976 during the 1976-77 season at the age of 18 under manager Caesar Maldini, he was often deployed behind the forwards or as a second striker due to his eye for goal. Ancelotti excelled in this role and helped Parma to a second place in the Italian Serie C1 Gironi A during the 1978-1979 season, which qualified the team for the Serie B playoffs. In the decisive match in Vinesa, Vicenza against Trestina with the score tied at 1-1, he scored two goals 
which gave Parma a 3-1 victory and sealed their place in the Italian League B the following season. After attracting strong interest from Inter Milan, in mid-1979, Carlo Ancelotti transferred to AS Roma and made his Italian Serie A debut in a goalless draw against AC Milan on the 16th of September 1979. Under manager Nils, he was deployed as a winger or a central midfielder and became one of the club's most important players in a team which featured Brazilian midfielders Falcao, Cesaro, as well as Italian footballers Roberto Prozo, Bruno Conte, Bartolomeo, and Petro, immediately winning back-to-back Coppa Italian titles in his first two seasons with the club. During his first eight seasons at the club, he won the Coppa Italia a total of four times in 1980, 1981, 84, and 86. After struggling with knee injuries and managing second and third place league finishes in 1981 and 1982, Carlo Ancelotti helped lead the team to win the Italian championship in 1983, the club's second ever league title in their history. The following season, he even helped AS Roma to win another Coppa Italian title and reach the European Cup final in 1984. Aldo missed the final through injury as AS Roma were defeated by Liverpool on penalties at the Stadio Olimpico Stadium in Rome. He was named the team captain in 1985 and the the new club manager Steven Goran Eriksson and served as a mentor to the young midfielder Giuseppe Gianni as Roma won the Coppa Italia, but once again narrowly missed out on the league title during the 1985-1986 Italian league season, finishing in second place behind Juventus. From 1987 until 1992, Carlo Ancelotti played for AC Milan and was a key part of the squad that won the Scudetto in 1988 back-to-back european cups in 1989 and 1990 two european super cups two intercontinental cups and a super cup italiana under manager arrigo sachi during his time ac milan under the financial backing of the club's president balosconi featured players such as Paolo Maldini, Franco Baresi, Alexandro Costa Corta as defenders, Frank Reichardt, Gullet, and Roberto Donadoni as midfielders, and Marco Van Basten up front. One of Ancelotti's most memorable moments with AC Milan was when he received a pass from Gullet dribbled around two Real Madrid players and netted a powerful long-range shot during the Rosoneri's 5-0 trashing of Real Madrid 
in the 1989 European Cup semi-finals. He went on to play all 90 minutes in AC Milan's 4-0 win over Stiad Bucharest in the final. The following season, Ancelotti suffered an injury to his left knee in the quarterfinals of the European Cup against KV McHelen, which forced him to miss the semi-finals. Although he was able to return in time to help AC Milan defend their title against Benfica in the final held in Vienna, Austria. Following Sashi's departure, he won a second Italian Scudetto under replacement manager Fabio Capello during the 1991-1992 Italian Serie A season. As AC Milan won the title undefeated, but persistent knee injuries and competition from youngster Albertini limited, limited his playing time and eventually forced him into premature retirement at the end of the season and at a very young age of 33 years. He played the final game of, the, of his career with the club in a 4-0 home win over Verona on the 17th of May 1992, in which he came off in which Ancelotti came off the bench in the final 20 minutes of the game and scored two goals and was given a standing ovation by the fans. What was Ancelotti's career at international level like with the Azuris of Italy? Under manager Enzo, Ancelotti made his Italian national team debut and scored his first and only goal on the 6th of January 1981 in the 1980 World Champions Gold Cup against the Netherlands, which ended in a 1-1 draw. He was very likely to be capped for the 1982 World Cup campaign, but a dramatic knee injury forced him away for several months as Italy went on to win the tournament without Ancelotti. He was part of Italy's World Cup squad in the 1986 World Cup where he did not make a single appearance. However, as both he and Paolo Rossi struggled during the team's fitness test due to the altitude of the region and were replaced in the starting lineup by Fernando Di Napoli and Giuseppe Gaudiresi, respectively. Under the new Italian manager, Vicini, he was also a key member of the Italian squad that reached the semi-finals of the UEFA Euro 1988 and was also set to represent his nation at the Summer Olympics in Seoul that summer. An injury to the meniscus of his right knee, however, prevented him from taking part in the tournament where Italy eventually and ultimately managed a fourth-place finish. Ancelotti later went on to play in the 1990 World Cup on home soil under Vicini at the age of 31, although an injury in the second group match against Austria once again limited his appearances in the competition to just three and kept him on the sidelines until the third place final against England 
in which he returned to help Italy to a 2-1 victory. Ancelotti made a total of 26 performances for the Italian national side and announced his retirement from international football in 1991, making his final Italy appearance under Arrigo Sashi. What was Ancelotti's style of play like as a footballer and as a player? He was a world-class player. Ancelotti was a creative, cautious and efficient midfielder who was known for his leadership, skill, composure on the ball and organizational ability. He is regarded as one of the best Italian midfielders of his generation, although he lacked pace as well as notable physical and athletic characteristics. He was a highly talented yet hardworking, combative and tenacious team player who was competent defensively but was above all possessed excellent technical ability, tactical intelligence, vision and passing range as well as a powerful and accurate shot from outside the 18-yard box. His wide range of skills enabled him to contribute to his team's offensive play with goals and assists. A versatile midfielder, he was capable of being deployed in several positions, while he was usually deployed as a playmaker in the center of the pitch during his time with AC Milan under Arrigo Sacchi. He often played on the wings during his time with AS, with AS Roma and was also capable of playing as an attacking midfielder or even in a box-to-box role. In his youth, he was often deployed in a more advanced role as a forward, usually as a second striker. As with AC Milan, he was often deployed in front of the back line as a central or defensive midfielder a position which allowed him to set the tempo of his team's play after winning back possession. Carlo Ancelotti is regarded as having been the mentor and predecessor of Dimitrio Albertini and Andre Pello in the deep-line playmaker role at the club. Despite his ability, his career was affected by several injuries, which limited his playing time and forced him into retirement in 1992 at a very young age of 33 years. But Carlo Ancelotti didn't just stop there. Injuries stopped him as a player, but undoubtedly did not limit his abilities and potential as a manager. Ancelotti undertook his coaching studies at Covacciano, where he penned a research article entitled in English, The Future of Football, More Dynamism. After serving as an assistant manager with the Italian national team under his former coach at AC Milan, Arrigo Sacchi, between 1992 and 1995 and reaching the 1994 World Cup final, Ancelotti began his managerial career with Italian Serie B side Regina in 1995, where he immediately aided the team in achieving promotion to the Italian Serie A. He left after the 1995-1996 Serie B season, finishing with a record of 17 wins, 14 draws, and 10 losses in his 
only season with the club. Ancelotti joined Parma the following season, a team which had recently enjoyed several years of domestic and European success under the previous manager, Neville Scala, and which contained several promising young players, including future Italy stars Buffon and Fabio Cannavaro. Ancelotti made his debut in the Coppa Italia in a 3-1 loss to Pascara. Ancelotti made several changes at the club, implementing a rigorous Sachi-inspired 4-4-2 formation and initially deploying creative forward Gianfranco Zola out of position on the left wing in order to accommodate Aristo Stock up front. Although both players were later eventually sold by the club after lack of playing time due to struggling to perform in this system. With a new attacking partnership of Enrico Chisa and Anne Crespo, Parma finished second in the Italian Serie A the following during the 1996-1997 season under Carlo Ancelotti which guaranteed them a place in the next edition of the UEFA Champions League. The following season, the club had agreed to sign another Italian creative forward, Roberto Baggio, but Ancelotti impeded the transfer as he once again did not feel that a player like Baggio would fit into his tactical plans. Ancelotti later stated that he regretted this decision, stating that at the time, he believed that the 4-4-2 was the ideal formation for success and that offensive playmakers were not compatible with this system. After suffering a first-round elimination in the 1997-1998 UEFA Champions League and a semi-final appearance in the Coppa Italia, Ancelotti was only able to guide Parma to a sixth-place finish in the Italian league during the 1997-1998 season and was dismissed at the end of the season despite qualifying the team for next season's UEFA Cup. In February 1999, Carlo Ancelotti was appointed the manager of Juventus where he both succeeded and preceded Marcelo Lippi who returned to the club when Ancelotti left. With Juventus, Ancelotti became less rigorous with the team's formation, forgetting and abandoning his favoured 4-4-2 in order to accommodate star French playmaker Zinedine Zidane in his preferred free role. Behind the forwards in the team's starting lineup, his first full season at Juventus began promisingly as he immediately won the Intertoto Cup with the club by beating René 4-2 on aggregate. René is a French club that plays in the French League. Although Juventus suffered a round of 16 elimination in the UEFA Cup and lost the league title to Lazio by a single point on the final match day of the season, this was after surrendering a five-point league with three games remaining, which drew several criticism from the fans and the board of directors. The following season, Carlo Ancelotti went trophyless 
finishing runner-up in the Italian league yet again to Roma and he was dismissed by Juventus. Ancelotti's dismissal was announced by Juventus at halftime in the final league game of the season at home against Atlanta on the 17th of June 2001, even though they were still within a chance of winning the title. Juventus won the match 2-1, although the result was not enough to, pre to prevent them from finishing behind AS Roma in the league. Ancelotti finished in his tenure with Juventus with a record of 63 wins, 33 draws and 18 losses. AC Milan appointed Ancelotti as their manager on the 5th of November 2001 after Fatih Terim was dismissed due to poor results. He was inheriting another recently trophyless team in AC Milan as AC Milan has had floundered domestically and in Europe since their last Scudetto victory in 1999. In the 2001-2002 season, Ancelotti led AC Milan to qualify for the Champions League once again as the team managed a fourth place finish in the Italian league and also reached the semi-finals of the UEFA Cup, their best ever finish in the competition, losing out to Borussia Dortmund and also suffered a semi-final elimination in the Coppa Italia to Juventus. The following season, Ancelotti, who was heavily criticized by club owner Balosconi due to his supposedly defensive tactics, was able to adopt a creative play in AC Milan while making several changes to the team squad. He made Dida still maligned for his 2000-2001 UEFA Champions League howler against Leeds United. His new starting goalkeeper barely a month into the season, while converting Baden attacking midfielder Andrea Pelu to a defensive midfielder, playing him behind the number 10, either Real Costa or Rivaldo at the time, in front of the, of the team's backline as a deep-line playmaker in a 4-3-1-2 or 4-1-2-1-2 formation. At the same time, Filippo Inzaghi and Shevchenko proved to be dominant and dynamic strikers who were prolific in front of goal. AC Milan won the 2003 Champions League final, beating Juventus 3-2 on penalties at Old Trafford and also won the 2003 Coppa Italia final over Roma. The following season, with the addition of Brazilian attacking midfielder Kaka and Ancelotti's formidable four-man backline of Cafu, Costa, Cota, and Alexandro Nesta and Maldini, AC Milan took home the UEFA Super Cup in 2003 over Porto, followed by the Scudetto in 2004, with an Italian record of 82 points from 34 games, while Shevchenko finished the season as the league's top scorer. AC Milan, however, suffered penalty shootout defeats to Juventus in the 2003 Supercoppa Italiana and to Boca Juniors 
in the 2003 Intercontinental Cup. They were also knocked out by Deportivo La Corona in the 2003-2004 UEFA Champions League season. Under Ancelotti's reign, AC Milan also won the 2004 Supercoppa Italiana and were also back-to-back Italian league runners-up to Juventus in the 2005 season as well as the 2006 season. Both Scudetto were later swiped from the record books of Juventus due to the club's involvement in the Calcio Polini scandal. During the 2004-2005 season, Ancelotti also led Milan to the 2005 Champions League final where they lost out to Liverpool 3-2 on penalties. This is the Champions League final famously dubbed the miracle of Istanbul where a star-studded AC Milan led Liverpool 3-0 as at halftime. In the second half, Liverpool came back to tie the game at 3-3, take it to extra time, and to beat AC Milan 3-2 on penalties. In the Coppa Italia, the team was unable to get past the quarterfinals. The following season, AC Milan once again faced disappointment as they lost out to Barcelona in the Champions League semi-finals and only reached the quarter-finals of the Coppa Italia. After the departure of striker Shevchenko at the beginning of the 2006-2007 season, Ancelotti was forced to redesign AC Milan's lineup once again, devising a 4-3-2-1 system that will later be known as his Christmas tree formation. AC Milan's lineup used Inzaghi as a lone striker, supported by attacking midfielders Clarence Seedorf and Kaka in front of a three-man midfield, which featured Andrea Perlo as a creative playmaker, supported by hard-working defensive midfielders Gennaro Gattuso and Ambrosini. AC Milan received an eight-point deduction during the 2006-2007 season for their role in the Calcio Polini scandal, which virtually put the team out of the title race and instead Ancelotti to, to focus on winning the Champions League. On the 23rd of May 2007, Ancelotti avenged their defeat to Liverpool two years earlier with a 2 1 win at the Olympic Stadium in Athens in the 2007 Champions League final. And leading to Ancelotti's second Champions League trophy as coach of AC Milan and his fourth title overall, having also won it twice as an AC Milan player in 1989 and 1990. During the 2006-2007 season, AC Milan also finished fourth in the Italian league and lost out to eventual champions AS Roma in the Coppa Italia semi-final. The next season, Ancelotti also won the 2007 UEFA Super Cup as well as the club's first ever FIFA Club World Cup in 2007, becoming the first manager to do so with the European side. After finishing the league in fifth place, AC Milan missed out on the Champions League qualification and also suffered 
a round of 16 elimination in the Champions League and Coppa Italia to Arsenal and Catania respectively. In Ancelotti's final season at the club, AC Milan managed a third place finish in the Italian league behind Juventus and cross city rivals Inter Milan, sealing a place in the following season's Champions League while they were eliminated in the round of 32 of the UEFA Cup and the round of 16 of the Coppa Italia. After previously denying rumors that he would be leaving the club, on the 31st of May 2009, Ancelotti announced his resignation from AC Milan, less than an hour after their 2-0 victory over Fiorentina in the final game of the season. In total, Ancelotti led AC Milan for 423 games. Only Nero Rocco has been in charge of the club for more matches. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it for part one of Carlo Ancelotti's journey. In our subsequent and next episode, we'll look at his journey with Chelsea and to the point where he's arrived today as a manager. Until our next episode, I trust and hope you have enjoyed part one of Carlo Ancelotti's journey as much as I have. As always, don't forget to click on the notification button and to also tell a friend to tell a friend to download the Calling Social Podcasting app on Android, on the Apple Play Store, and on all available platforms to subscribe to the UEFA Champions League podcast. Until same time, join our next episode. Keep well, and it's bye for now.